0: I am the Community Editor at the Fauquier Times, and we are about to welcome another guest to our Community Connection Conversations. Today we have Bill Wolf with us. He is the Executive Director of Just Ask Prevention. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Anita. Alrighty. I know that this uh, subject of human trafficking is not always pleasant or pretty. But that's the task that Bill has taken on to educate and hopefully prevent. So how did you get involved with this?
1: Well, certainly it's a necessary conversation. I appreciate mm-hmm. the, the opportunity. But um, I first got involved, my background is in law enforcement. I mm-hmm. was a police officer in Northern Virginia for over 15 years. Mm-hmm. And it was working as a gang detective when I first encountered human trafficking. Admittedly, I had no idea what it was.
0: Which is, I think, the case for a lot of us, and particularly for parents, kind of a scary topic that we kind of hope doesn't come our way.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we, we tend to think of human trafficking as something that happens uh, overseas in developing countries. We don't mm-hmm. think about it here in the United States, and, and definitely not here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And the reality is, is once I learned what human trafficking was, and that it was occurring in plain sight, the, the prevalence of it is overwhelming and so it's really become a, a personal and professional mission to end human trafficking.
0: The creation of your nonprofit isn't that a, about a couple of years old or refresh me when you actually put it into place? So when I first learned about
1: human trafficking, I I really dug in and said, what are we going to do to to safeguard our communities? And so we were able to secure a federal grant at the time through the Mm -hmm. police department, and we started the Northern Virginia Human Trafficking Task Force. And as a result of that, we formed the Just Ask Prevention Project, uh, which started as as an awareness campaign. As you mentioned, awareness is so important with this issue. Uh, That started back in 2013, And over the past six years, we've really been growing um, and developing some very intensive and effective prevention programs.
0: Well, I know here in Fauquier County, uh, you, with the help of others, with uh, partnering with a lot of uh, local organizations and individuals, have put on several community conversations. So I think the awareness here uh, has risen considerably because of those efforts. But oftentimes, I see that you're traveling all around the United States, so you're... You're trying to make a certainly national impact with this.
1: Sure. We, um, uh, at this point, uh, we have implemented programming in 31 states and six countries around the world. So, mm-hmm. been very busy. But I, I want to highlight something that you brought up, and that is that the work that we've been doing in FAKIR is with various different partners, whether mm-hmm. they're organizations or individuals, and that's so important in the fight against human trafficking we can't eradicate it on our own. It's not law enforcement that's going to eradicate it. It really takes a community coming together and partnering to end human trafficking. And Fauquier is is such an amazing example of that.
0: Well, I know that Sheriff Mosher has one that has been key and of course, his own experience and career. He's had background in this. Um, One of the things that I want to touch on a little bit here is for you to share kind of a, an example or a typical scenario of how human trafficking could interface with your normal middle schooler or high schooler because to me it's more insidious. It's, it's not, a, it's not a necessarily grabbing some young girl off the street. It's much more insidious and social media is very much involved in this.
1: Absolutely, you know, unfortunately we think of this and sometimes it's equated to kidnapping or or we think the kids are getting snatched off the street You know by that white work van or and really that's not the case. I remember one uh, One investigation with a young lady by the name of Maria. Maria was a high schooler 4.2 GPA involved in sports uh, was also involved in in a music program at her Mm -hmm. school and she had a job, and as part of her parents, wanted her just to learn the value of a dollar and good work ethic. Well, the one thing that Maria didn't have going for her was her self-esteem. She had low mm-hmm. self-esteem and really wanted attention. she wanted a boyfriend and so this younger gentleman, he was about 22 at the time, uh, approached her at her place of work uh, and started talking to her, started mm-hmm. giving her some of that attention that, that young mm-hmm. people really crave really locked her in and one thing I think it's important for the viewers and the community to understand is that these traffickers are very patient that grooming process Mm -hmm. can last over the course of six plus months and so this this young man uh, he made her believe that they were in a committed relationship um, and that they loved each other Mm -hmm. and then it was at at some point he presented her with this emergency and the emergency was he didn't have money to pay his rent And so it was the guilt trip. It was, Mm -hmm. you don't want me having to live on the street. If I can't pay my rent, I may have to leave the area. And then all the dreams and hopes that we've planned for will be flushed down the toilet. So that guilt factor really uh, played into everything. And as she struggled to figure out how she could help him, he had an idea. Sure. His, His idea was, listen, I don't want you to do this. But I have a friend who will pay my rent if you have sex with them. Mm-hmm. And, and we look at sort of the cultural influences mm-hmm. and, and how we look at sex nowadays and the fact that some parents just don't want to talk to their kids about sex and healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. And it really got into her head and she started thinking about it. But I share this story for another reason, and that is to to show you the power of prevention. Mm -hmm. It just so happened by the grace of God that the next day she went to school and she sat through a program in her classroom that just ASK had developed and implemented Mm -hmm. in her school. She realized what her her boyfriend was trying to do, was empowered to report what was happening, and she was saved from exploitation. And the bad guy was arrested. So, really, a testament to to the programs,
0: right? That because had she gone forward with that, then obviously huge guilt thing. But then, okay, now parents are involved, friends, relations, and then it bec- and then you're you're hooked and you're into it.
1: The psychological impact of engaging in in what we call commercial sex one time is immense. And traffickers know that. They know that all they need is to get that one time, and then they will have control over that
0: individual. Mm -hmm. And let's talk dollars for a minute, because I know in some of your presentations and some of your conversations, the amount of money that's being made on a national or global scale with human trafficking is approaching that of the drug industry, or perhaps surpassing it.
1: It's estimated that it may surpass. I mean, current estimates in the United States alone are 9.8 billion, with a B, billion dollar industry mm-hmm. alone. Uh, we're looking at traffickers that are making anywhere from three to four hundred thousand dollars a year.
0: I remember during one of those community conversations about human trafficking, I think it was one of the fellows from the FBI that presented, and they talked about a case in Maryland where they had been able to arrest this group of young individuals who had a band, Mm -hmm. and they were financing their band through human trafficking, through this kind of network of uh, young people. And it isn't just young girls. Typically, probably statistically more, perhaps, young girls, but young boys involved as well.
1: Absolutely. Human trafficking does not discriminate. It goes after any race, age, ethnicity, gender, mm-hmm. socioeconomic class. I think it's really hard for people to understand that, because oftentimes uh, there's this common idea that this is something that only affects impoverished communities or mm-hmm. uh, or girls, like you mentioned, but the reality is is that the traffickers will come after whoever they can. The FBI is doing a fantastic job in, mm-hmm. in interdicting and prosecuting these cases and the, the specific case that you mentioned um, is interesting because it's very common and it shows the complexity of human trafficking mm-hmm. when you look at situations where uh, traffickers are engaged in other activities mm-hmm. like music entrepreneurs and sure. they, they trick young people sure. in by having them be sort of groupies to, to mm-hmm. the music that they're producing.
0: Wow complex now we touched upon a couple things here that i want to expand on a little bit you talked about the case of of um, maria and how there had been a class i know that that's kind of one of the things you're working towards is curriculum um, how would that? How would that work? Say, if a school wanted to adopt a curriculum, or a school division wanted to do that, is that a, something that would be offered generally, or maybe more in specific classes? Okay. So, an age. I'm thinking sure. probably middle or high school.
1: Right. So, prevention curriculum really is the key to eradicating human trafficking. Mm-hmm. We we view human trafficking as a disease, right? And you inoculate against polio and now chicken pox and some of these mm-hmm. other. Uh, diseases. diseases that are out there. Why not inoculate our children against human trafficking? Mm -hmm. And so we've developed prevention curriculum. Uh, We're very proud. It's been deemed the gold standard in Mm -hmm. prevention curriculum, uh, recently recognized by uh, the White House Congress.
0: Uh, The other thing is I know you've been in the White House. Yes, I know that our current president has been um, very supportive of programs involved with uh, prevention and awareness with human trafficking. So, sorry to interrupt. But
1: no, and, and yeah, I, I definitely, you know, uh, want to say that that President Trump has been a huge advocate for mm-hmm. looking at how we can really address human trafficking in a very aggressive way domestically. And I think that's mm-hmm. one thing um, that's different about his administration is he's looking at the domestic impact of human trafficking mm-hmm. as well as what's happening overseas. But that prevention curriculum, uh, most recently the U.S. Department of Education has called for it. Department of Justice, the mm-hmm. Virginia Department of Education. And so we have developed a comprehensive prevention program that is implemented in the Family Life at education classes oh, from 6th okay. grade through 10th grade mm-hmm. and then we also have modules for 11th and 12th grade through the history class mm-hmm. to look at the history of modern day slavery and the legal uh, aspects regarding it as well
0: right and i'm assuming probably also some programs maybe in the private sector and homeschool sector as well
1: yes yeah, right. so we're looking to develop a homeschool program because mm-hmm. we know that that is a, an area many kids are being homeschooled nowadays Uh, But we also work with and partner with groups like the Boys and Girls Club to do programs there to help in prevention.
0: And I also know that you would also do programs um, for say someone who is a restaurant owner or a motel owner or even on um, airlines to be able to spot what potentially could be a human trafficking situation. So we have our what we call our Safeguard Training Program, and that training
1: program uh, has disciplinary specific modules, so as you mentioned, one for retail, uh, one for airline employees, uh, one for hospitality workers, uh, mm-hmm. law enforcement, but we understand that all of these individuals are on the front lines of combating human trafficking, and we want to empower communities. Mm-hmm. And as we mentioned earlier, it's all about partnership mm-hmm. and, and a collaborative engagement from the entire community, because we, we want to do is weave a safety net throughout the whole community.
0: Right. I know you're doing stellar work yourself but you're not doing it entirely alone you have some staff now right
1: we have a great team of of really dedicated individuals Uh, a lot come from here in the Mm -hmm. Warrington community Mm -hmm. Um, and and we work tirelessly Uh, I'm so thankful for all the support and hard work that my team puts into uh, moving our programs forward which allows me to uh, do all of that travel and do some program implementation outside of the area
0: well I know particularly at from my observation, certainly within the last year or perhaps two. The subject, you're seeing it more, you're hearing more about it, you're reading articles about it, more people are speaking about it. There's different groups. So I certainly applaud your efforts and, and many do as well. Now, before we leave today, I, I want you to share with our viewers uh, your website where they can get more information if they want to volunteer, if they want to help, if they want to donate
1: absolutely where do they go where yeah. do they go yeah so first Andy, I'd like to thank you for your sure. partnership you know helping to raise awareness mm-hmm. through various different methods is, is really You're impacting welcome. the community and, and we need community members so if if you all would like to join the fight against human trafficking I'd encourage you to visit our website www.justaskprevention.org uh, there are volunteer opportunities online uh, to, to join our team and help out and of course Unfortunately, we can't do the work without the financial support of the community. So uh, anything that uh, you can do in joining our Champions Program and supporting the work that we do financially is greatly appreciated.
0: All right. Thank you so much for thank joining Thank you, Anita. It's really been a pleasure to have you. And thank you for tuning in and stay tuned for future Community Connection conversations.
1: fuck dot com